Well, gang, it is officially the Christmas season because Anna is drinking some eggnog and wrapped herself in what appears to be, what is that, a Gore-Tex jacket? (laughs) Sipping on some nog. (laughs) You are all bundled up. Put another log on the fire. Is, did you? Is that an suck original my, composition? Suck my dick, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, I write songs. Me too. Yeah, right there. Write that ten minutes out, and you'll be a huge hit. Yep. Yeah, that's all it needs to be is another nine minutes fifty seconds. I'm gonna make a short film with it. <laughs> Who's gonna play me? You're Apparently, not in this one. It's about me and eggnog. Oh, okay. How eggnog fucked you over? Is that the deal? <laughs> About your tortured relationship about how with eggnog. Eggnog was always, uh, always breaking me like a promise. <laughs> about how eggnog nearly ran that red light. But eggnog, I kept you like an oath. <laughs> oh um, boy! Obviously, um, Kit Harrington. Well, yeah, Kit Harrington. But but we were just talking about Bridge a second ago because we often are. Uh, she sent me another celebrity lookalike. <laughs> Um, Bridge, we're not, we don't talk, I feel like you just sounded like a creepy guy. No, it's because she's sending us we so many messages. And now, I, now I've scared her off, real stalker. Um, no, she sent a message about how I look like one of the characters from What We Do in the Shadows. Which so. is also something that our listener, sorry, I'm adjusting, uh, our listener Sarah has mentioned multiple times. I thought you were taking out the, like, the earplugs that you put in for your nap. They got <laughs> so far ingrained I wore, into I wore them to the president's party that we went to <laughs> earlier tonight. Yes, the uh, president of UAH invited us to a small soiree Ooh, la, la. involving everyone at the well, university. by us, Ryan means him. <laughs> I had to go as a plus one, as a non-tenure track member of the university. Well. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, it was a lovely time. Hashtag yeah. academia is broken. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, here we are, gang. To, you got some more shout outs? Yeah, we got a lot of got a lot of Instagram activity. Not surprisingly. Um, Robin. Robin. Yeah. One of the Robins. I've lost count. Who at knows? This point. Which is this Robin number five? Robin number 67. <laughs> Robin number 69. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what made a comment that she felt like Brandon's dad and Michelle actually were hitting it off i think they were vibing a little bit oh they were vibing they're vibing yeah those two well uh brandon we said brandon was a little young and honestly didn't i make a comment to you that brandon's dad looked pretty young yeah yeah so i feel like maybe that's actually the man that's that michelle needs brandon is like 12 18 <laughs> also shout out to our listener jake who's a big brandon fan because hashtag of course <laughs> And also shout out to Jake for being one of our male listeners. We said last week we don't have any male listeners. Well, now we don't. Jake, we know you're out there. I saw Jake in person uh, just the other night, and apparently he also fell for the old pap schmear joke. It's the oldest trick in the book. (laughs) It works every time. Every time. (laughs) Well, you know, I think it really is uh, sometimes maybe a little underestimated how little you all know about like, Periods, oh, gynecology. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I could underestimated. tell you, I could make up any number of things about menstruation, and you'd be like, that's correct. I'm going to tell our daughter that. I actually think maybe next week you need to give me like three menstruation facts like that two are tr- fake. Three truths and a, two truths and a lie. Yes. 
period version. Yes, absolutely. For Ryan. Yeah, so get that together for next week. That'll be a fun <laughs> quiz for everyone. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Can doesville, baby doll. Um, Bridge, speaking of Bridge, uh-huh. also sent us a message saying See, this is why we're talking about her all the time. All the time. Yeah. Sorry, um, Bridge, we're not stalking you. Yes, Ryan is. Uh, saying that she was just about to suggest Ivan's brother as a spicier pick for Bachelor when the news came out that he has murdered someone. Oh, no. So that's Oh, fun. that's too bad. That's yeah. unfortunate. Oh, that you is unfortunate. Yeah, that you is. Really yeah, hate that to is see unfortunate. It. Yeah. Um, shout out to Megan, who sent us a delightful Instagram message mm-hmm. letting us know that our podcast is... Here for the Wrong Reasons, was her number one podcast on Spotify on her year-end review. Damn straight. She listened to 57 episodes for a total of 2,700 minutes. Wow, Megan. Wow, that's more time than I spend that's with a, me, I, really. It's a little sad. <laughs> oh, no, it's bad. not. No, it's Megan, wonderful. we love you. We Megan, love you. there's no better use of your time than this. Correct. Yeah. yeah. In fact... You could listen a little bit more. Why don't you dig back into the archives a little bit? Maybe you can get that number. Set us the goal of 3,000 minutes for 2022. I'm going to go ahead and set that goal for you. There's your New Year's resolution. Sorry, I'm, I'm listening halfway, but I'm also looking. I think that's it. That's it from the listening Instagram. Listening halfway is kind of, you know, that's probably pretty that's good. That's best. probably what that's I deserve the best you're gonna get. at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, I, well, I do want to say we did post on our Instagram again, guys. Follow us. It is a hotbed of activity. <laughs> um, here for the Wrong Reasons podcast on Instagram. We posted the jorts photo. And guys, y'all are loving 2008 Ryan That's and 2006 George. Ryan and George. Oh. But uh, even, God, who didn't? Really? Yeah. Who did 2007. Didn't no. That was 2007. Because we, were, we weren't together when that photo was taken. I what started year did graduate we get school together? in 2005? Five, correct. Then it was yeah. 2006? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, because we got really together in 2006. It's a miracle that it happened based on what 25-year-old Ryan Weber thought was appropriate sure, attire. Now, no, to be fair, mm. this was a camping trip. To be fair the other way, I wore those not on camping trips as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in my defense, it, it was, was a camping, camping trip. Yeah. But I also wore those outside of camping settings. Yeah. Yeah. But the audience loved it. I'm really surprised that I wasn't uh, pulling a lot more tail age 25 <laughs> <laughs> based on people's responses to that. Um, yeah. So that I appreciate all the support from my jorts. Gang, I'm like, you know what? Time to bust those back out again. Fashion off. trends are cyclical. That is true. Right, it's. I, I mean, just don't that, think that was ever a fashion. That's trend, what I was gonna yeah. say. This was ne- you can't come back around again if it was never popular. True. Yeah, if True. it was never fashionable. All right, we have got ourselves an updated review from Cindy I Word Crazy, who added, "How is this not the number one podcast of all time?" Right? Well, it is for Megan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In one person Spotify, it is the top podcast That's of all, all we time. care about. So, That's enough for us. You know what? One person at a time, we can change the world. And Megan, you know what? You're our number one listener in our hearts. I'm going to go ahead and say that because none of you other fuckers sent us any sort of Spotify information. Send us your metrics, gang. Yeah. Is there anybody out there that's listened to more than 2,700 <laughs> minutes of us? Let's set a challenge for 2022, the listening challenge. Whoever listens to the most minutes gets some kind of prize. Please disregard the fact that we're constantly promising prizes and not following through. We gave that one prize away last year. 
Um, the, the socks, the, the mustache socks. socks. Yeah. No, we gave that's that right. whole what's in the box prize. That's right. Yeah, that and was. And like early, early days, you gave that artistic the leaf, leaf photo. photo. That to was a good prize. Our listener Amy, some lucky listener, it still was has Amy. that. She up. did. Yeah. She was. Uh, she did prenatal yoga with me. Oh yeah. We had a pretty small pool of listeners back then, <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure Amy does not listen anymore. But if you do, hey girl, we've driven Amy away. Um, well, you know who is still listening? Plenty of people in the following city. Give me a number between 700 and 800. 703. Okay. I am going to shout out Marblehead, Massachusetts for our listeners and... Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Right? Massachusetts. That, isn't that what I said? Yes. Am I saying it right? Massachusetts. Yeah. I had a teacher in like the second grade correct me on that, and I've always been weird about it. I was going to say, you really held on to that correction. <laughs> that really has lingered, hasn't Massachusetts. it? Massachusetts. 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 Yeah, pap schmear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I just want to go ahead and mention sure. that uh, city number, oh shoot, I lost it. City number 719, one listener in Lafayette, Indiana. Oh. Yeah, our old stomping ground. Who grounds. is that? They've got to know, know us. Oh, they must. It's not some rando. They must. It's not some rando Lafayette townie. It's got to be somebody related to uh, I knew the, the university. townies. You didn't know the townies. Give me the name of a townie. Paul, Go ahead. Paul Woodfin. Paul, no, no Paul that Woodfin. is not the name of Paul a townie. Paul Woodson. That's a made-up person. No, it wasn't. That was that guy that was friends with all the philosopher dudes, so I became friends with uh, him. Oh, okay. And he had gone away to school, but he was from Lafayette, and then he came back because he had, like, a nervous breakdown. Oh, okay, And they great. were all friends with him, and right. I was too, and he was a townie. Also, I was friends with that neighbor that got killed, and she was a townie. You're right. Well, and friends with that other neighbor who mistreated who our dog. Well, who killed, oh, but then who... Yeah. Boy, a lot of murder talk. <laughs> Things like this is a true crime podcast at this point. Well, there um, really wasn't anything to be solved. <laughs> right. We we know exactly what happened. I want more true crime podcasts. I'm tired of true crime podcasts where we don't know what happened. God, is that true? Did we not have a single friend at Purdue that was like first of all, the the word townie is very offensive. Oh, right, like hillbilly. Yeah. Townie is offensive. Townie is offensive. Townie's way in. <laughs> if you're a townie, go yeah, ahead. What I should I stay, say instead? You know what? Because I read like a Fear Street book. Uh, oh, okay. Once, and that was like part of the plot was that someone had like fallen in love with a townie. Maybe this wasn't Fear Street. This might have been an actual novel. And she, the, she ended up getting like killed but it was like murder and death oh yeah Yeah. there was a lot but it was uh like it i think that it's offensive to say townie what should i say instead person from town resident (laughs) or just why do you have to call him a townie why are you why are you up in your ivory tower drawing a thick line between hey hey Hey, child So that was our daughter, who we're keeping awake with our extremely loud podcasting about murder. So and great parenting, great parenting. So you looked this up during the break. During the break, yeah. Uh, what does the internet guess say? Guess what, guys? Ryan's wrong. I can't believe it. 
So a uh, random internet site and a Fear Street book have proven me wrong. This term is often used to talk about the conflict between, quote, town and gown. Ah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Gowns are the robes once worn by university professors and students. I need to bring that back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just constant I gown wearing. I love that. Yeah. Though such gowns are now only worn on special occasions. But you know what? Every day is a special occasion. Every day is gown day. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it would be like the office episode where uh, Jim wears the tux. tux. Yes. And that would be the day that our new president comes to visit you in your office. (laughs) Well, it's like the guy who um, we were just talking about who wore Roman Senate garb to the university Senate meeting. Oh, the guy that we were talking about, at, uh, our colleague? Yeah, yeah our colleague. He yes. did? Yes, he did. Actually, that makes me like him more. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. He came dressed as a Roman senator to one of the Senate meetings, but no it. one commented on it. It oh was very God. awkward. Yeah. This says, um, as suggested by the quote above, Townie is often derogatory. Often, but I was, I was using it in a positive sense. Okay. You, you know, know what? what? <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coke. Nope. Uh, Chris Harrison was also using uh, a lot of his language in a positive sense. So. <laughs> he was not. All right. Do you want to get it? Speaking of Chris Harrison not being around anymore, do you want to get into this show that we watch? I mean, these men tell all are always pretty quick, so we can fill this with even more banter and nonsense than usual. But uh, we're 13 minutes deep. As a, I just want to say, as okay. a Mainer and a resident of Waterville, this person, so this one individual says, I've been on the receiving end of the term townie and find it derogatory, hurtful, and unnecessary. Okay, that convinces me, hearing someone's hurt. There you go. I will say this cuts both ways because you remember our friend <laughs> Paul, not your townie friend, but <laughs> our grad school friend got in a fight with his neighbor and the neighbor said, shove it up your ass, college boy. <laughs> so it's really the town gown conflict runs both ways it cuts deep yeah it really this is one of the biggest divisions in america all right so speaking of divisions the men tell all a lot of drama a lot of conflict i actually found this to be one of the more entertaining men tell all i agree there was a lot to enjoy any show where there's a streaker oh yeah even though that was kind of the stupidest thing but i like we're getting legal papers yeah right there was there was a lot of shenanigans and antics yeah so the streaker that was like what year in the oscars was that when the streaker ran by i don't even remember i mean it was like before we were born but it was like a famous yeah yeah, a famous moment um you suggested that the streaker was an audience or was a producer plan yes of course just like that fucking person that kissed connor the cat which by the way sorry because none of us think that that's cute anymore because connor the cat sucks I mean, does he suck? Is it that? Let's play the song. Let's play the song. I thought you kind of liked the song. He sucks pretty bad. <laughs> Actually, I listened to that song quite a few times. I bet you did. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you do not think that Connor the Cat sucks. It gets, it gets stuck in your head. I'll tell you it, that. It grows on you. You know, it has nine lives as a song. Let just me like tell y'all what Cat. else. What else? I have listened to All Too Well 
probably a hundred times because I decided I wanted to memorize it. Okay. And I have, and I'm paying the price because now it is stuck in my head constantly. Sure. But that, so that is about a thousand minutes of all too well. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I bet I could look on my Spotify and see how many times I've played it. Probably almost as much as Megan has listened to our podcast. Almost. Yeah. Almost. We, we could find out. Maybe I'll switch over and start listening to Connor the Cat song instead. So you've got All Too Well Memorized? That is a pretty good feat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should go sing that at There's karaoke. There's one part that I still struggle with because the drive from our house to the place where I play tennis is like 11 minutes away. So I can sing the whole mm-hmm. thing, just belt it out yeah. in the car. And the only place that I still struggle with, where is it? I'm going to have to think. I'll think okay. about it. Come back There's to like me. one line. I'll get back to you. There's like three lines that I just always get thrown on. Okay. Oh, I know. It's when she says that we were dead and gone and buried. Check the pulse. Come back. Swearing it's the same. After three months in the grave, I got that. And then I lose, I go off the rails for the next three lines. Okay, we'll put it in right here. Let everybody know. And then you can listen to this little snippet. Mm-hmm. And then you wondered where it went to as I reached for you. But all I felt was shame. And you held my lifeless frame. All right, so you'll have that down by next, uh, next week. We'll just have you sing the whole <laughs> thing at the end. I'm actually going to sing the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put 10 minutes of Anna singing. Can you learn it on the piano too? Sure. Or I could of learn course. it. I could learn it on the guitar. On the guitar, which Ryan With took my a, new lessons. Ryan took a lesson the other day. It's a new lesson that he's doing. Yep. And the guy told him he's been holding his guitar wrong. For 20 years. <laughs> I was not surprised. Yeah, no, no one is surprised. None of the <laughs> listeners are surprised right now, despite the fact they have never seen me hold a guitar. They're like, yep, that guy holds a guitar wrong. I can think wrong. of some other stuff you've been doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for 20 right. years. But, not when know. I was wearing jean shorts was I doing it wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, so let's get to this show. Yeah, let's do so it. So you mentioned delightful things. One of the delightful things was Casey, who was... Um, Casey Pure has shot up to the top of my list. He's great. I mean, he didn't have a non-entertaining thing to say. I mean, his best <gasps> quote, what? Oh, no. What? I don't have any notes. Uh-oh. I was, I'm, was trying to pull them up. Um, we watched downstairs, and then you didn't plug in my... I hate to blame you, but it is your fault. You didn't plug in my computer, and the upstairs got so cold, you know? But you didn't save your notes after you before you closed your computer? <laughs> I didn't. Oh, so this is my fault somehow <laughs> that you didn't were, save your document, or that you didn't carry your own computer upstairs? <laughs> Clearly, this is your fault. This might be a good lesson for you to carry your own computer I see upstairs. That you just shared your notes I did me. share Thank my you. notes. What I a guy. What a I guy. actually felt yeah. like I took some uh, some pretty good notes, decent notes. Yeah. So in my notes, I have Casey's best quote, in my opinion, of the night. When they so they start out talking about Pizza Peter, and uh, Casey jumps in and says, "What you don't realize because you only see snippets is that Peter is awful all day long." And according to Casey, <laughs> he has catchphrases that he would use to enter the room, such as "Bubububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububububub <laughs> I feel like that is better than anything we've heard on the show, including Waboom. <laughs> that is a much better catchphrase. Why did they not show him doing that? <laughs> I mean, I would have taken a montage of him saying, because mm-hmm. it's not even, 
Bajorno, it's the all the bubba buzz. Wouldn't isn't he saying Bonjourno? Oh, is like that good I, day in Italian? I Buongiorno. Allora. Allora. I thought it was like Bajorno, like the uh, the pizza. Dijorno. Oh, what am I thinking of? You're thinking yeah, of Dijorno. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not delivery. It's Bajorno. <laughs> <laughs> It's Buongiorno. That's Dijorno is a, I guess, a play on that, huh? I guess so. This is all coming together, gang. Who knows how deep this goes? God, I hope your notes are good. Oh, they're great. What are you kidding? Now, for once, you're not going to be mad. Oh, this is only two pages, though. I really was very conservative on this. All right, so we get into Will and Peter going back and forth. Caitlin says, "For well, first, Caitlin thanks us for watching some sort of Backstreet Boys Christmas, which we did not we watch. We didn't watch. Yeah, and then... Oops. Well, uh-huh. we, although we were curious whether Kenny was somehow involved. <laughs> that was probably on a lesser network, whatever Kenny was on. Um, so Caitlin says there's a lot to unpack here tonight as though we're in a fucking grad seminar. Um, and then she asks I'm Will. I'm going to need a second to unpack this. <laughs> so let's really deconstruct what happened this mm-hmm. season. Um, so Caitlin asks Will, was calling Peter a, a narcissist a joke or did you mean it? And Will says it absolutely was it wasn't not a joke. a joke. And then it's revealed that uh, Will had gone on to what? Like the Yelp or the Google reviews well, for Peter's pizza place? Caitlin and Tasha are like, let's pull it. Because he's like, I serve pizza every day. I make millions of people happy. Like I take care of my family. This is my namesake. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they're like, well, let's pull up some reviews. Well, but they are very clear because he accuses Will right. of leaving these bad reviews. But it, but it takes a second because I felt like at first they were just like reading what seemed to be regular bad reviews. Oh, my memory. See, this is why we both need our notes. My Dang. memory is that Peter was like, you went and left bad reviews on my huh. website. Yeah. Well, in any case, it does become clear eventually because one of the reviews says that uh, the pizza tastes like pool water. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's very clear that Will is behind at least some of these terrible reviews, which also, not suspiciously at all, were all left on the same day. And With so, the same user, number, right? But different numbers. A di- All right. A different Will twenty two. Yeah. Will twenty four. So did Will did actually go to this pizzeria though? No. That is a, well, no. no. But they he had like the box. He like somehow he made it seem as though he had gone to this hmm. pizzeria. Hmm. So it's unclear. We need one of the Robins. Although to, you uh, yourself elect you elected yourself to a Robin, I did. In I'm Robin four. Yeah, I'm not up to the level of the first You're a, Robin. A baby Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Robin Junior. I'm a Robin intern right now. You're like Mallory and Jesse in the Babysitters <laughs> Club. I was gonna say I'm a Robin Egg. <laughs> um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh boy, this is worse than the crosstalk in the Bachelor mental all itself, which is just a lot of back and forth. So yeah, the gentlemen seem to agree in general. So Caitlin, I think, says, "Do any of you believe Will had anything to do with these reviews?" And uh, the guys are like, "Maybe that last one." Just like, of course, he had everything to do with these reviews. In response, Will says that Peter's sister was sliding yeah, into his DMs. Because Peter's like, just stop. And he's like, why don't you tell your sister to stop sliding yeah. into my DMs? Boom, like their home plate. Because he's like, I, this is how I support my family, yeah. my mom, my sister. Well, your sister's a hoe. Sounds like Will was supporting Peter's sister on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> is that not cool? <laughs> 
no, that's that's fine. Yeah. It's it's fine. This this is all fine. Uh, yeah. So then the uh, Peter has a uh, server come out and serve Will with a subpoena for defamation, defamation of character. I do not Whoa. believe anyone. We have some lawyer listeners. If any of our lawyer listeners would email us and tell us, I do not believe that this is something you can sue someone for. Also, we need you to do this pro bono because <laughs> we are not going to pay for those hours. This is the kind of thing that like law students do pro bono, though. Research for a podcast. <laughs> Isn't this one of the things you can get volunteer credit for? Could we get that hot lawyer from making a murder to <laughs> dig into this? You'd like that. He yeah, was, it was that journalist, he's gonna I go, He needs to do some deep digging. I bet he does. Yes, yeah, yep. so really get his hands dirty just a on little, this one a little deeper yeah. please sir <laughs> oh a little to the left yeah lawyer i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna really need you to uh get on up there with this <laughs> research next up ryan is in the hot seat i bet you like that i don't care for it i don't care for a duplicitous ryan being around uh ryan if y'all will recall is the one that brought his bachelor binder to the first night his not notes. even the first night uh, well, he brought it to the hotel. Right. He brought his Barney Stinson playbook. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's tr- he really is not apologetic. I was I will say I was struck by the level of non apology going on. Jamie's yes. like oh god, Listen. yeah. Like he does not feel bad at all. No. Ryan didn't really apologize for his playbook. Yeah. No, there was uh, not much apologizing. Going Pizza on. Peter's <laughs> not apologizing. <laughs> that guy does not feel sorry for anything. Um, though they do later, we'll get to it. They bury the hatchet or they bury, he uses a weird phrase. He's like, you want to bury the ball and be bygones? Oh, yeah. At the end. <laughs> yeah. So what a stupid it's idiot. It's almost like it was all <laughs> <Right>. TV. <laughs> well, so speaking of for TV, Ryan defends his notes by saying that he was basically preparing to be on TV. Caitlin responds, no one should have to prepare to date someone. So I am going to offer a, a controversial it's hot not take. That con- it's not a hot take. I know what you're going to say. So, I, I mean, obviously this goes too far, but I don't think it's inherently bad for someone to do a lot of prep to be on TV. It's a li- Well, no, I was going to say, I guess, maybe a similar thing, um, which is like, Sometimes it feels like these situations are damned if you do and damned if you don't. Uh Because I also feel like there are bachelorettes that have gotten pissed in the past of like, he doesn't even know anything about me. Like, he knew that I was going to be the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Because I think that happened specifically with Claire. Right. Where she was just like genuinely pissed that Mm -hmm. someone hadn't researched her. Right. You knew that I was going to be the bachelorette for four episodes. You don't know anything. Why didn't you research me? You don't know that I had implants and now I'm having them taken out. (laughs) I actually didn't know that. No, you yeah, don't follow her on Instagram. That? No, then. I don't follow her on Instagram. Sounds like I'm She's, not missing uh, much. Back to being a member of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> Welcome back, girl. <laughs> I feel ya. Um, yeah. So uh, someone who's not feeling anything is Pardeep, who uh, pops. Pardeep off. is there to bring the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's like. I feel like. Uh, Casey is Jefferson and Pardeep is Adams. <laughs> Sometimes I even wonder why I bring the thunder. Why he even brings the thunder. <laughs> Such a blunder. Sometimes it makes me wonder why I even bring the thunder. Why he even brings the thunder. 
Oh boy, but yeah, he shows more personality here. I also feel like this is a little bit of like, I didn't get enough screen time or personality, so I am going to let it rip. But yeah, he says, you got caught and that's why you're apologizing. You have zero integrity, dude. And then I feel like you could tell that Pardeep wanted to be like, motherfucker. Right, but he wasn't quite, <laughs> he yeah. It. Yeah, he's you like, know. I can't. Yeah, my synapses won't allow it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, my amygdala is out of control. Yeah. Oh God, I love a uh, love neuroscience jokes. This guy should have dropped just a bunch of neuroscience <laughs> in here. All right. So then Martin's in the hot seat. And, well, can we talk about how Romeo? We get a little bit of commentary from Romeo, yeah. and he's copied Martin's hair. Come yeah. on, Romeo, you that, looked good. Right. Well, and that is someone used this phrase a long time ago about a guy I went to high school with. And, like, a younger person who was copying that guy. And it was perfect. He's like, that's scoring points for the wrong team. Yep. And that, uh, yeah, doing your hair. Like, because Romeo's like, Martin, I looked up to you, man. Like, look at our Why? hair. Well, and also, like. Why did you look up to Martin? Let's assume for a moment that Martin has a good character. You can be like, you know, Martin, you're a really good guy. Change He's your not. hair, though. Right. But yeah. even if he was, like, your hair sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. Objectively bad. <laughs> yes, it is terrible. Like, he should have been on the boy band special. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he will be. But then Romeo refers to Martin's behavior as a triple whammy of misogyny, which mm-hmm. is pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I There was a lot of, like, calling out. Yes. The gentleman. These guys are not letting anything uh, Olu slide. calling, uh, what's-his-face, Chris S. out for for speaking derogatorily derogatorily yeah so he says you're looking at black excellence yeah that was great we're getting a little ahead of ourselves so let's hit it because it's great and then let's hit it so at some point did we see this on tv where chris said that olu was like ignorant or non-intelligent no and it was unclear to me whether chris had like just said i'm sure he didn't just say it because it right. would have been a lot, a lot more like emotional uh-huh. but i don't remember him saying that in the show itself right. to be clear we're not denying that it happened oh, uh, we just didn't thousand see it, percent it yeah happened. Chris, or, or i don't remember it happening Chris, who also said that quote better looking women suck my dick <laughs> also no they don't <laughs> yeah. you know here's the thing i'm gonna need to see a pic of right that. actually <laughs> i don't want to see Please that send that to right. my <laughs> well but here's the thing no one who has a bunch of better looking women sucking their dick says that yeah true that's that's what it is the fact that he says that means it's not true yeah um but yeah olu says i have a whole master's degree man i've never looked this cool talking about my master's degree in my entire life as olu looks like olu uh yeah i uh, am not wearing that awesome red suit i am not bringing and the thunder you just don't have the swagger i do not have the swagger no that was some bde talking about yeah. uh, a master's degree which again I've... very impressive a that to have a master's degree and also to have that much bde about having a master's degree that's how i am about mine sure yeah i have a whole around. ass mfa over here yep, motherfuckers <laughs> y'all want to hear some poetry <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, yeah, so um, Mar- at some point, we kind of skipped over this. Martin denied having a, a coming Which on the is, show with a girlfriend. It's interesting to me because that wasn't even like a plot line no. on the show. So I don't know if maybe we like didn't know about it. Right. It seems impossible that there was some sort of like drama that they chose not to exploit. It sounded to me like this was a rumor that came out later. But again, like, we didn't see it. Why are we hearing about all this shit that we didn't even see? Who gives a shit about Martin? Right, nobody. That's what it boils down yes. to. I also, I did like, I'm, I sometimes find Caitlin kind of bland, but when she was like, 
and her we have her right here backstage like that was actually oh, pretty funny. I think Caitlin's bland. I think she's really funny. Oh okay, maybe I just you haven't seen You need to follow seen... her on social media. Okay, I'm not she's, following she's any very Okay. Funny. Okay, I mean she that was funny. Tasha's bland. Tasha's not Ooh. bland. Tasha is bland. Tasha's beautiful <laughs> and she's Maybe I can't Hi, see past but that. But she's bland. <laughs> Tasha's not. Yeah, maybe I'm not capable of Tasha seeing does past not have that. a lot of personality. Uh, well, anyway. No, whatever. you I know feel, she doesn't. I feel like she had personality. Oh, in her my season. God. What, like right in the chest area? Is that where all the personality <laughs> kind of showcased itself? Let's move on. <laughs> I thought her personality was at least a C cup, maybe a D. <laughs> Uh, anyways. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's yeah, move yeah. on. Let's go ahead and move on from that. Um, so then Jamie comes out, um, and, uh, the audience is like, boo, like it's like a we silent, a silent movie villain has come out twirling his mustache. And he was twirling his yeah. mustache. He was like playing with his facial yeah. hair. Which I all also have a nervous tick of doing. So in that regard, I am sympathetic, Jamie. But he's Jafar. He is Jafar. Um, so anyways, he says that when he made that spring break mode comment, it was because she, well, she's there with 20 other guys. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That's well, the show. he said that he walked in on her basically like making out with one of the other guys. And so he was feeling butthurt basically. Yes, right. That is true. But also we no, didn't. but that, I mean, still, that's the show. That is the show. Correct. Like, I agree that that's awkward. Yeah. But- yeah, no shit. You agreed to come on this show where right. a woman is dating 20 people. Yeah. What did you think? Have you ever watched this program before? And I feel like there's a, like, guys have addressed that before of mm-hmm. like, oh, I had to like stand there and yeah. watch as she was making out with Tyler. Like, uh-huh. of course, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, I don't no, think nobody like, likes nobody's going to fault you for feeling uncomfortable about yeah. it. But like, say that made me uncomfortable. Right. Like, you don't have to turn it into an attack on her right an attack on her character for doing the exact thing that the show and also i mean i uh am going to go on a limb and say that perhaps the men are a little harder on the woman than vice versa what in this regard i know in this patriarchal society you know i saw a keychain once that said fuck the patriarchy Mm -hmm. and it really kind of changed my whole it got me thinking about this stuff i listened to a ted talk on the patriarchy (laughs) that jake gyllenhaal gave and it really really you know he had something interesting to say i thought this white dude knows what he's talking about this guy's perspective really helps me understand hashtag nailed it (laughs) hashtag gets it not all men guys jake (laughs) gyllenhaal is there he was wearing a gorgeous scarf too like a really Mm -hmm. nice expensive scarf do you know what it smelled like betrayal what's the line you know <laughs> innocence innocence actually it. it reminds him of innocence okay. and it smells like taylor swift still after all these years yeah. i remember it after all this time all too well all too well all too well uh yeah so Casey drops another one of his great lines when he says i think you believe one some of the delusional things you say which is an interesting point like it's I, hard. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to tell with some of these people. Like, are they just a bullshitter? Yeah. No. Or I, have they deceived themselves? Well, I think in Jamie's case, it's kind of both. Yeah. Well, and they really got on him on like the word salad of his responses because he's and like, then he does it again. Yeah. Like he, he it's compulsive. He can't help he himself. Can't, yeah. I, yeah. He's like, call him Tom Hanks with a caviar garnish. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. It is from You've Got Mail. Oh, it's Greg Kinnear. 
What, Greg Kinnear? Yeah, when Meg Ryan's character says, Frank, is she a Republican? And he says, I can't help myself. All right, I guess we got to put that in if we can find it. Oh, Frank, is she a Republican? I can't help myself. (laughs) (laughs) If we can't find it, it's going to be caviar garnish. Okay, well, we always put caviar garnish in, so we might as well put it in again. Caviar is a garnish. (laughs) That caviar is a garnish. All right, so yeah, Jamie, he just does it again. His, you know, he can't help himself like Greg Kinnear. Um, (laughs) The perfect example of someone who can't help themselves. Yeah. Um, So he says... uh, The 1990 (laughs) film, You've Got Mail. (laughs) Really illustrates compulsive behavior. Um, So Jamie says, I think there were two levels of understanding to the actual rumor, which again Mm. is total bullshit because there was no discussion of this rumor. And then, so first of all, um, he basically, like, he won't, he still acts like everybody was talking about this rumor. And secondly, when the guy's like, why didn't you fess up? He was like, well, I was going to do it. But we were all kind of talking like bullshit. He just you were gonna is do full it. of bullshit. Yeah, That's it's just the bottom line shit. with Jamie. Yes. He is full of bull. Yes. So we move on to Rick in the hot seat. And this is where my notes go. I feel like I'm missing some stuff in my notes uh, here. I feel like your notes weren't that great before they, this. So I'm interested to see what you mean. <laughs> they, no, they were not that great this time. Gang, usually I get seven, eight pages of notes. This is a solid two pages. What was I doing? Was I doing something else? You tell me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. But yeah, all I have is so Rick is... Uh, you know, I'll tell you what it is. It's the fucking Mintel yeah, All. Like, it's eh, hard to... I mean, half of the notes are just... always a sloppy in the Mintel Oh, all. it's real sloppy. <laughs> half of the show itself is just footage we've already seen. That's right. Well, there's that. And then there's also like so much crosstalk. That it's like yeah. hard to document stuff. And there's never anything new. Like, right. oh, okay, Rick, you really liked her. We get it. Right. Oh, Rodney did too. I can't yep. believe it. Rodney likes apples. We know. Right. Well, so there is the new thing was that while Rick is talking about how much he loved Michelle, Casey is crying about it. <laughs> yeah. He does He's like bring Casey to, to tears. tears over this I feel situation. Like Casey might have been on some illegal substances <laughs> in this filming. Just based on the range of his emotions. Sure, yeah, the full range of emotions. Yeah, and uh so you would say a hundred percent that you would rather have Casey than Clayton for Bachelor. A thousand percent. Yeah. Let's go a million One percent. trillion yeah. percent. Yeah, uh, me me too. I mean again. There's, there are 12, 13 better choices, probably. And you but know what else bugged me in this episode? What's which that? we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's jump around. I don't need these guys to come in and plug this douche right. white bread. Like He really wants to be a Don't dad. think that it's lost on any of us that you had four men of color right. as your final four. And that instead you chose this fucking milk toast yes. white dude that yeah. nobody knows or likes right that nobody cares Fuck about y'all. yeah i don't care how many of these guys you get to come in and vouch for him you know it's He's not a great guy oh, yeah fuck it yeah no and i i appreciated that point call us crisscross because we're jumping around all over this episode but i liked the point i echo that right it's this uh white bread Milk toast. Crisscrossing. Loser. Jump around. Yeah. Jump around. Do they also sing, crisscross will make you jump, 
jump. Shoot, did I get it wrong? Yeah, you yes. did. Yes. Oh no, jump house, around of pain. Is house of pain. Oh man, that's embarrassing. We're leaving that in. I am Scott. I'm you embarrassed. You put yourself out there as a hip hop aficionado <laughs> many times over. <laughs> yeah, you see my confusion. But no. you are correct. Crisscross sings jump, jump. Right. And House of Pain sings jump around. I'm not out here saying yeah. that we're uh, Destiny's Child because we're jumping, jumping. <laughs> so many jumping songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. God, what an embarrassing faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> that was embarrassing. All right. So back to Rick. Rick makes a nice, a, a, what seems like a genuine compliment for Michelle to in that she listens to understand. She doesn't listen to respond. I did like is, that. It's yeah. a nice comment. And it's also a very rare skill. It is. I thought I about that and I was like, oh, I don't do that. No, me neither. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, huh. oh, that's, I was like, oh, boy, that would point, be something Rick. to do. Yeah. What if you had that skill? Right. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the amount of interrupting that happens in this podcast illustrates that neither of us. <laughs> but I have for- to get in my first comment. <laughs> right. I have to get in my wrong joke about crisscross. <laughs> uh, and then because Rick came in with his head on a platter, they roll out a platter and it's a pretty like lame ass cake of Rick's head. But he eats a he big eats bite a big out of bite. it. I would eat a cake of my own head. Noted. Would you? Yeah. Noted. Well, you would do that too though, right? Sure. I'd yeah. eat any cake. Right. But would I you? I love cake. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's really not that controversial of a statement, I suppose. Yeah, like, <laughs> why would you not? I would eat cake. That's I basically what said I said. I that I would eat human flesh. So <laughs> you're damn right I would eat a cake of my own head. <laughs> I don't really see the problem with that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Also, I stand by my statement that I would eat human flesh. I yeah. don't quite recall the context. You want to go ahead and bring our listeners? The I assume there's some context. Was if you're in like a foreign country and you get presented it, like if if human flesh is a, a rite of passage, there. a okay. custom, yeah, and you're. Oh, Snowies, what are you jingle jangling your collar? Oh, 15 years ago today is when you acquired years, this catalog. It's our gotcha date for yeah. Eloise. Oh, that's why she's really feeling herself, making a little extra noise. Um, Would you eat, like, like would you, I'm not saying that you have to eat, like, a whole a human A whole human drumstick. leg, right, like it's yeah. a turkey leg at a renaissance <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> but would you, like, try this human meat? So how was it acquired? Or I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. But like, was it Are like... Are you asking if it was local? Well, sure. It was local. Was it sustainable? Yeah. Was it grass-fed? Yeah. No, I'm asking like, did they murder someone Presuma- to get the meat? Presumably. Or was it like, well, this person died of natural causes. That never even occurred to me. At, like, yeah. I don't care how they got it. Because, I mean, you're just not thinking about, was it they were a person raised in a slaughterhouse? Well, I mean... <laughs> were they given antibiotics constantly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know it's human flesh, or I just suspect. That Come it's on, human it's just flesh. a little bit of jerky. <sighs> you know, you have to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I have to, or I fear that I'll be next. Yes, I'll be the one who's uh, being offered also, up to the next like, guest. It's just human flesh. It's animal flesh. Well, again, what bothers me is how. What's the disease, the illness that you get if you eat human flesh? I don't know, but I don't want it. Yeah, there's a like yeah, right. I know it's what the you're same thing about. that was like mad cow disease. I think. Right? Oh, right, or, right, right. Um, again, my hang up is going to be where did they get this flesh? Where did it come from? What is acceptable and not? It's acceptable, acceptable if it was just like someone that wandered or like they found the human flesh. Maybe the person died of an accident or of natural causes. 
Good. Then I might eat the human flesh. If they're like, here's your human, we're going to cut his head off and prepare him for you. That If they're going to cook him like Han Solo in Return of the Jedi, um, I don't think that that's what I want. Robin, we're going to need you to tell us what this human flesh <laughs> disease is. Anna might have it, by the way. Can you send some <laughs> symptoms? I suspect that perhaps she's been eating human flesh. Prion diseases. That's oh, it. right, because you have the prions from the mad cow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So, um... Anyways, uh, we get we move on, and there's an awkward situation, which I think we kind of fast forward through some of it, where they Caitlin and Tasha discuss Tasha's breakup. Yeah, Tasha and Zach are donezo. Shocker. And it, like it just seemed like I don't mind a follow up on this or anything. I just it seemed really quick why? and out of place. Like why are we to doing me, it? You know, like I I mean this is still better than Becca Kufrin popping up. I feel like when Chris Harrison was getting divorced, we weren't like. Hey, let's take a moment to address the fact that we all know you're getting divorced. Well, and clearly it maybe wasn't the best emotional move for her since she had to excuse herself oh, that from the was program. Fake. That was fake because they want you to think that these relationships are real. I mean, they're I'm going to put my tinfoil seemed... cap on for a second. <laughs> they're I don't controlling think that our brains. Tasha had to leave the stage because she was too emotional. She didn't even cry. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Well, you know, as someone who finds a lot of depth. In Tasha, yeah, yeah. yeah, you were happy to see her go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. Um, <clears throat> who knows? Who knows? I tell sure. you, who did show up? As you mentioned, Becca Kufrin. Yeah, I would much rather fancy meeting you here. Yeah. What do you know? Oh, yeah. I came all the way down from Minnesota. Minnesota to plug Bachelor live on stage, which I will take you to in Nashville I feel if it like comes our around. Minnesota accents are actually are they getting a good. lot better? I'll I'll ask uh, yeah. Jeremy if yeah. they're any good. Yeah, we've got some. I've got some listen. Minnesota friends. No, yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> just like him. Yeah. He could probably get offended by some of our comments about men. Uh, hashtag not all men. Uh, not all men. But yeah. hashtag you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then we get to Rodney. And, uh, okay. Uh, Can we all just be done with Rodney? Like, I get it. He's sweet. He's a good guy. But come on. He's, come I on. mean, I, I like it. I, uh, I, yeah, sure. I like him too. Well, but so are you saying, because there was intimations that he was going to go to paradise. I'm over the apples. If Rodney shows up in fucking paradise with an apple, I am done. So man. you know that that's going to happen. I There's will 100%. lose my shit. If <laughs> you will go eat some human flesh. I will gorge on human flesh so that I die of prion disease. <laughs> and it will be Rodney's fault. Yeah, I hope you're happy, Rodney, with your apple. So... Let's put a spin on it. Let's put a spin on this. Okay, sure. Rodney does a whole Adam and Eve thing with the apple, takes it in a little bit different direction. It's temptation. It's not a sweet. What does that even mean? How do you, what is he? He's dressing up as Adam? Yeah, he comes down and leaves, offering his apple to a woman. Biblical role play. (laughs) Is Is that not going to do it for you? That's a risk. What if I came to bed dressed as Samson? That's every night. <laughs> it's like, that's my life. That's your life. Yeah, but the robes yeah. and every I mean, I could use my professor robe. Ryan got a haircut last week, and apparently the woman said, so you don't want to look like Jesus anymore? <laughs> and uh, I don't mind looking like Jesus, yeah. but uh, I did need a haircut. So It looks good. Yeah. Looks good. Thanks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's nice. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Rodney says his pace was a little slow, but yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy. I feel like you're a little anti-Rodney. I'm not anti-Rodney. I just feel like 
yeah, he is a nice guy. Can we like, all right. I so got maybe it. what you're saying is we've talked about this before. There are people who are good people that don't need to be on TV. Correct. That much. Okay. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. Stand up guy. Seems yeah. like a fantastic individual. Yeah. Maybe not the best for television. I don't need to recap the dates again. Sure. Well, that's just a problem with this whole format. It was nice of him to say that he was always going to be team Michelle. That's sweet. He makes a joke about him streaking around. Caitlin gets all horny about it, says it was a good look. Okay. She's peeping on Rodney. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we get some deleted scenes. The guys carved a butter sculpture. One guy when Caitlin and Tasha go oh, to the yeah, hotel like, rooms. Why do we need to see the butter sculpture stuff? I don't know. You know, like... I was like, is this going to go, is this going to be crazy? No, it's just another loser fucking date. Right. No, it was just like your cut footage from the show. Like, oh, people are going to want to see this stuff that we didn't deem good enough to put on TV. Um, Yeah. So there's that. I did like there was a scene where one guy bench presses Caitlin, which I was just impressed. Like, I wish I could bench press a person. You want to try that? I don't because I think that that would end up with me hurting myself. You might be able to. I'm pretty light. You are pretty light. It's not, to be very clear, this is not commentary about you. calling you. me fat? No, no, no. I want to be 100% <laughs> clear. I'm saying that I am weak. I'm going to make not... you try that okay. later tonight. Okay, right. All right. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. That'll when be great. we can't record next week because uh <laughs> Because someone Ryan's has a back in injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would be nice if I could do that. That's... Yeah. 2022 goal that's my fitness goal for 2022 be bench able to press bench press a human. you and bench press a human and then eat them <laughs> <laughs> that's our two goals put together mm. um so finally michelle comes out mm-hmm. um so first of all we um what do we when was the clayton preview was it here i mean i don't care who cares they showed us clayton's entire fucking season down to like the last three women the most interesting thing i know about clayton is that he apparently bangs all of these women. Yeah, does not go down on any of them, but bangs them all. So, uh, yeah, and that's... But again, like, so what? Is that what happens in the whole season, basically? Like, thanks for giving that all away. Um, now we don't have to watch it. Well, we do, because we're contractually all I'm okay to with do it. it. Yeah, well, well, I'm okay with him banging all the women. Okay. Oh, Team Clayton. Oh, now I like him. Now he's cool. Swinging his dick around. <laughs> I'm okay with Michelle banging all the men. It's There's feminism we for you We still don't right know there. if that happens, though. We don't. We'll see. Because I feel like she's going to be like, I'm a teacher. I can't put that out there for my students. She and whatever she wants to, see to do. that I'm a hoe. <laughs> Um, but who There's some hoes in this house <laughs> who got in trouble like got in internet trouble for banging somebody before the fantasy suites caitlin caitlin that's yeah. what i'm telling you she's yeah. not bland. Right. she's okay, not, bland. not bland but again she had like hot sex with nick vial when they were in ireland great good for oh, uh, top of the morning <laughs> to you uh, <laughs> you always after me lucky charms <laughs> The grass of Ireland. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> There's a pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. Oh, yeah. Well, good for her. Good for him. Whatever. Um, but anyway, so no, I don't care about Clayton. So Michelle finally comes out. She says that she has a great group of guys, which 
Not really. Like a bunch of these guys are assholes. Like we uh, we just saw very also, clear. They were losers. Like <laughs> this was the worst pool of guys, and it was exactly like we said. Like the top three, top four are right. great, uh-huh. but no, Michelle, you did not have a great right. pool of the guys. The pizzapreneur uh, is a great guy. <laughs> Jamie is a great the guy. Right. Who mispronounces buongiorno <laughs> as buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> also, because we never saw footage, we don't know if this is Casey's fault or Peter's fault that it's mispronounced, but I'm going to say that it's Peter's. Yeah, we're yeah. going to go Peter. Yeah. Nothing is Casey's fault. Yeah, Casey can do no wrong. Except his beautiful smile. <laughs> That enchants us all. Um, all right. So uh, Jamie says. So Jamie says that uh, I saw Michelle and said this is a person I could take on life's most authentic challenges with. Met with silence. He's just in the like audience. trying to suck. Yes, up. he's trying to suck up. The whole audience knows. No one responds. Michelle says, to "Jamie, I'm not seeing any responsibility at all." And Jamie says. Part of going through and figuring out how we feel about things is having to vent it and get it out. Well, no, that's not an excuse for being an asshole. Yeah, like you don't get like, to be a dick right. and then we're like, oh, I was just figuring things right. out. Right, yeah, sorry. That was just me venting. Sorry about that. And then Michelle, so like Caitlin and them try to move it up or like try to, to get more out of Jamie. And Michelle says, I will close this conversation mm-hmm. because I think it's very clear that it's frustrating to sit here and feel like you haven't learned anything from this. She's so. like, shut it down. Right. I'm shut done. Shut this shit down. I'm donezo. And, Call uh, me Kristen Cavalieri <laughs> because I am donezo. Does Kristen Cavalieri say donezo? Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Does she say donezo? Yeah. I thought that was uh, Tom It uh, is, Haverford but before... Kristen Cavalieri walked with Dunzo so that Tom Haverford could run. <laughs> I did not know that. What? Uh, well, what a welcome thing. to getting your mind blown. It is blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is blown right now. Laguna Beach will do that to you. It, it always does. My car is Dunzo. <laughs> um, so Jamie does apologize. Michelle thanks him, and uh, then she and Martin kind of have it out. She, Michelle asks, "Why did you think it was okay to belittle me?" Martin says. I don't express myself sometimes to the best of my abilities. True, Martin. Or you do. You say exactly what you think and you're just an asshole. Well, then Martin's like, but I found my soulmate. Right. So sucks so to also, suck. like <laughs> three weeks later, he's found his soulmate. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And yet you did not have a girlfriend right. on the show. Funny how that Because all you works. didn't have access to your phone, you right. say. <laughs> so um, Michelle says she sent Ulu home too early, which... Uh, I think there was Olu. 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 Okay. And then uh, Peter, we're just kind of wrapping this up. Peter has brought pizza for everyone and says, keeps saying, slice appetite, which is not a thing. (laughs) It's not a pun. It's not a phrase. Uh, You know what? It makes no sense. Bring Peter on paradise. Actually, I would want, he is, like I said, he's a perfect bachelor villain because he's just like, annoying and stupid and terrible also i feel like thomas was the villain and then he went on paradise and found love with becca and now they're super cute on instagram okay man i really all the actions on insta is what it sounds like oh it is we should just recap it's all happening on the gram on the gram on the insta um but yeah slice appetite not a thing. I'm going to make um, it a thing. Well, Peter already made it a thing. Well, if he can make it a thing, he, it's going to be him making it a thing and not you. I'm sorry. Um, but then Peter says to Will, do you want to bury the hat <laughs> and be bygones? Oh, like, I'm just not sure this person knows God. how to use language. Well, he's Italian. <laughs> 
pardon my accent. This is my second language. You want to bury the how to be Slice appetite. Slice appetite, everyone.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.